Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. The Breakfast with Champions, and there are some big, big changes coming down the pipeline, so make sure you go over to the 
Breakfast with Champions Club on Instagram and click the podcast at the top to be notified of everything that is happening. I am fired up. I am excited. And I'm here with my co-host, Amanda Dahl, this morning. And I was looking at the title of the room, and it is so funny because every single time we pop the rooms, they end up syncing up with exactly what we were going to talk about. And today it is We Do It All Together. And Amanda and I ran a segment last week where we really just tried to pour into everybody using this incredible stage of people. So what we're going to do this morning is we're going to do our morning huddle. We're going to talk about what we're grateful for, what we're working on, and any challenges. And then we're going to roundtable any problems that people have or anything that they're working on so we can chop it up. But before we get started, Amanda, did you want to say anything? I wanted to say happy anniversary, brother. You've made it a year on Clubhouse, and I'm just so grateful for you and us connecting on this platform. So happy to do this segment with you this yeah, morning. Yeah, fired up. It's funny. I woke up with a little balloon. I was a little confused as to what it was. And then I did my research and I figured it out. But it's uh, better today than New Year's Eve because it would have seemed pretty funny if I did have it at New Year's Eve that I was on Clubhouse. But this app has literally changed my life. Breakfast with Champions has changed my life. Um, you being an angel on my shoulder has changed my life. And like I said, a lot of people here, even though you're not always in proximity to me IRL or in real life, I can tell you a lot of the influences trickle out into my life. And we do do it all together. Um, I still listen to the poem, I Am a Man by Glenn Lundy on YouTube with my daughter. Um, it's influenced me as a father. It's made me a better husband. Um, and the pop-up room yesterday with Alexander and Brooke Lacey, when that guy said that they literally saved his marriage, I think that gives you an idea of what's possible on this application. So let's kick it off, Amanda. I'm going to throw it to you. And then anybody else on stage, be aware this is a hot mic segment. The stage is for speaking, not for squatting. So be prepared. We may throw the mic at you with no warning, and we're going to ask you what you're grateful for today, what you're working on, and any challenges. But Amanda, let's go to you first. What are you grateful for today? What are you working on and any challenges? Oh, I am just so grateful, like I said, for you uh, today and your anniversary. I'm also grateful for um, being able to reflect on this last year. It's been a massive year for me and just all the things that I've experienced, the connections that I've made, and uh, the people that I've just come into contact with have definitely made my life better. Uh, my intentions today or what I'm working on today are I finally picked a CRM. So today I'm going through uh, setting up all the templates in it for my database. And I'm just really excited about that because this has been a journey I've been on for, I feel like forever. Um, so working on that today. And um, in terms of challenges, my word for 2022 is connection. And so I am... I think there's area for opportunity and the way in which I'm looking to connect with people on a deeper level. I really want to align with the right people and be purposeful. So I would love any tips or tricks uh, that you use when deciding who it is that you're going to seek out and um, the way in which you're going to connect with them. That would be helpful. For sure. What I'll do is I'll share with you a tip from Judy Fox. So she's an expert coach um, on LinkedIn and she really helped me rediscovered LinkedIn because I'd used it as a dormant platform for years. Every time I'd log in there, I'd get a million messages from random people with a, a clear copy and paste DM. I would unfollow them. And that, that was kind of my experience. What she said was, you know, LinkedIn is a platform where you'll find C-suite executives and people that just don't exist on other platforms, but you really have to be intentional and you have to curate your feed. And you can use this strategy for all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and anybody that has a news feed that isn't ideal, I'd recommend using this strategy. So she said, open up an Excel spreadsheet, 
and this is going to be a daily thing that you do and then make a couple top 10 lists, right? People that you feel like you have no business knowing, but you would love to get around and get to know, make people, you know, 10 people that you want to get to know that are in proximity to you in your town and say your business, that it would make sense if you collaborated, they just don't know you yet. And then make a list of 10 people that are currently in your ecosystem that likely have proximity to say the first two um, or are just very like-minded, right? So now you have a list of 30 people that you can go in and here's the super hack. She would say, go to LinkedIn, go to that person's profile and then click the activity page, copy and paste that link into the next column next to their name. So daily, I made this a practice. I would pop open that spreadsheet and what I would do is I would highlight that entire column and I would click open all links. And what that would do is it would literally open up a whole pile of tabs of all their activity pages. Now I wouldn't spam them. I would just see what they were up to. And some days I would interact with them and some days I wouldn't interact with them, but it would be genuinely as if, you know, I was walking into the cafeteria, hanging out with these people on a regular basis and never with any intentionality of selling, never a copy and paste DM, never anything where it would feel icky, if that makes sense. But I can tell you, I have landed some massive developers and relationships that I feel, again, I have no business having just through consistency and intentionality. Does that give you a little bit of structure, Amanda? Heck yeah. And I love Judy. That was awesome. Thanks yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I did want to speak to the room that we had yesterday. Um, I believe it was Kate, not Brooke, that was running the room with Alexander. And that was absolute fire. Are you there, Kate? I am. Yes, Justin. And I loved that LinkedIn tip. That's amazing. Yeah, Judy Fox, J-U-D-I-F-O-X. I've known her since like the Snapchat days. So if anybody wants to DM her, drop my name. You can flood her DMs. She is solid. Um, I shot a podcast with her, I think a couple of years ago now, um, about this whole process. And actually, I'll, I'll drop the link in my bio in a couple seconds so you guys can watch that. But Kate, since you are there, what are you grateful for today? What are you working on? And do you have any challenges? Well, I am grateful. Of course, like everyone shares, I'm so grateful for this room and this community and really just getting to know so many people on this stage. I've just been having so much fun connecting with people. And Amanda, when you were sharing, you're really looking to build deeper relationships. I feel that same way heading into next year and really not only connecting with some incredible people that I don't know yet, but also just building deeper relationships with some of the people that I've met on Clubhouse that I kind of just see around or are in rooms with, but I want to really go deeper and, and see how we can support each other. So I, I think that's kind of a theme that I'm hearing among a lot of people, especially here on, on Clubhouse. And so, uh, but I'm so grateful for, for this. I'm so grateful for my team of incredible people moving into next year and the work that I get to do. And next year, um, in addition to just focusing on building my network, uh, you guys were in the, the room Massive Optimism. So I'm really looking to build um, one of the one of my goals next year is to really build my my newsletter, Massive Optimism, and really just help people to find resources to help inspire them to move forward in the direction of their dreams. And so I'm focused working on that. And um, yeah, I think my biggest challenge for next year is hiring the right people. I need to hire a new coach next year. And hiring is always something that I think all of us are trying to get better at. And that's really my biggest focus in the next uh, in the next quarter. Well, and well, do well. Not, wait one second, Justin. Do not DM her if you are a coach. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. <laughs> do not DM her if you are a coach. That's funny. No, I was just hyped because you talked about the hiring process and Amanda Dahl's here. 
So Amanda Dahl, can you knock us out of the park, please? Sorry, I was trying to get back to my mic. Kate, oh my goodness. First, let me just say, if y'all have not been in that room, Kate, tell them when you guys do that room. Oh, you're so awesome, Amanda. We've Alexander and I started this room, um, Create Opportunities Through Massive Optimism, and we do it every Wednesday at si from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Eastern. It is amazing. And she's like, we only have an hour. And I was thinking, oh, my gosh, you've got to make this a two-hour room because it was incredible. So if you haven't made it to that room, make sure that you do. Oh, my gosh, Kate, with the hiring. So I actually uh, – it's one of the things that I love doing most um, is hiring individuals, and I love – I do a very in-depth process and I love to get to know people uh, and get to know, you know, how they think and what motivates them and things of that nature. Yet I'm currently reading this amazing book and it's called um, the high growth handbook. And it was written by Elad Gill. Um, and it is really just a compilation of a bunch of different interviews and tips from uh, CEOs, COOs, CFOs in the Silicon Valley. And one of the areas that they specifically map out in this is hiring the right talent, how, how, how you find the right talent first and foremost, and then how you take them through the process and you get to know them so well that by the time you get to that table and you're offering them a position in your organization, you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that they are going to be the right fit for your organization. And so just a couple things for you that I would say is I'm a big fan of using a tool called the missing persons report. Um, and think of it like a wanted ad. And so when you think about the next person that you need in your business, I mean, you need to go so deep on this piece. What are their qualifications? What criteria do they need to meet? What experience do they need to have? What personality profile do they need to have? And every time you're looking for that person in your individual, if you start with a missing persons report, and I have a template if you'd like me to send it to you, and it's like six or seven pages, you can literally fill this out on every person that you would need in your organization. And what this does for you is it gives you such massive clarity. And for those of you in the room that understand recruiting or scouting talent, like I like to refer to it, when you know what talent you're looking for, it makes them so much more discoverable. And that way, when you run into that piece of talent, you know that's exactly what you're looking for. So I would say the missing persons report has been a huge success for me in hiring people. And uh, that may help you on your journey, Kate. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm getting the book and I'm checking that out. And I would love for you to send me that document. I appreciate it. Man, I'm blowing up your DMs too. We're doing hirings and interviews for the next two days straight. And I know we talked about the missing persons report, but you just gave me a lot of clarity because my wife and I own the companies together. And, you know, we were talking yesterday about a few of the candidates and we went to bed last night saying, man, we, we need clarity on this hire because we're expanding quickly, but you don't want to rush into it and then just hire somebody for the sake of hiring them. I think that's phenomenal advice. I did drop the link to the Judy Fox interview onto my Instagram. So if you want to tap my bio and head over there, you can listen to her wax poetic on LinkedIn. Amanda, who do you think we should throw the mic to next? You don't need to pick somebody. I think I want to throw it to Miss Kimberly, the heiress, if she's in the room. Miss Kimberly, are you there? Flash your mic and let us know. Uh, she may not be able dun, to get dun, to dun, her dun, dun. You know what? Let's throw it to Monica. Monica, are you at your mic, my doll? Yes, ma'am. All right. What are you grateful for? What are your intentions for the day? And do you have any challenges we can help you with? 
I appreciate you asking. I am grateful for so many things, but the first one I always put on my list is I'm grateful for my health that facilitates everything else. What am I working on today? Well, this week I'm working on an area where I really struggle and ugh, it is my QuickBooks. And for anyone who is great in that area, it probably seems ridiculous. But those of us who have our gifts in other areas, uh, this can be really challenging. And I have been in a battle of epic proportion, overcoming my resistance to it. So that is what I'm working on today. And speaking of challenges, let's talk about that. I would love to learn more about how to make this process easier for myself going forward so that I can stay out of my zone of incompetence and in my zone of genius. And whether that means automation or a VA or something, that would be great. Thank you for asking. So this is where the breakfast table will definitely come into full effect. Um, I married my CFO, Monica, and I'm not anything's QuickBooks. I think I'm more like Glenn too, where you know, you have a million ideas, throw the spaghetti noodles at the wall and find the two that stick. But I do say delegate, right? I think finding people around you that can help you with this is going to be critical. But if you're at the place where you need to learn how to make the sauce, I'm wondering, is there anybody on stage, flash your mic, that has experience with QuickBooks, accounting, you know, how to keep the money in order that wants to jump in and help Monica out? I am scrolling can I, up. Can and I? I'm sorry, Justin. First of all, are you suggesting I get married so that my QuickBooks stays in order? Because I'm down <laughs> for that. I'm totally down for, for that. Sure. Yeah, that's that's what um, I did. <laughs> well, my here's my thing though. It's not that I don't know how to do QuickBooks. I've been doing it for years and years and years. I just resist the crap out of it because I don't like it. It's not enjoyable to me. I can do it. It's that I need to take it as as I need to make it as easy as possible for me to be sure it gets done. So I know that's a, a little bit nuanced, but hey, Justin, um, I can share anyway. for two seconds if you like. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Ramon. Yeah, I just wanted to say, get a bookkeeper or an accountant. They're different people, but you can figure that out later. Get them, and then two, I did this myself. I got training, Monica. I don't know numbers. I don't even know what two plus two still is. I'm still trying to Google what that answer is. Get somebody to help you. Training three. Get Mike McCallowitz's book, Profit First. Eat it, digest it, and swallow the whole book. Thanks, Justin and Amanda. No, you're good, man. I was going to say the same thing, actually. If I was thinking of advice, Monica, I would give. It's finding a great power team, right? I think people you know, look around and sometimes they're like, oh, I can just, I can bang this out myself. But the time deployment it takes you to actually do that thing is way better off delegated to somebody who's obsessed with the craft. So I would get in your ecosystem, um, the people that are in that, that fitness world that you trust and you know really, really well. And I'd start asking questions about who in that ecosystem is a bookkeeper and an accountant, and they are two different things. And then I would start asking questions. I typically find two to three candidates, and then I have a short list of questions that you know I'm asking and expectations of them. And then I give them small projects to work on first before I'm comfortable with their work output. And then I throw the whole kit and caboodle at them. Um, but what I do first is you know that missing persons report Amanda talked about is find a list of what that person's going to be doing on a daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly basis for you, and then try and find that person. Amanda, do you have anything to add? Yeah, Monica, I totally have to agree. Now, if you would have opened up with 
QuickBooks is what I'm passionate about and I love it so deeply and I want to be amazing at it, that we'd be having a different conversation. Yet when you think about things that you're doing right now that you actually do not enjoy doing and when you know your dollar per hour rate and then think of the amount of time that you're spending on that thing that you don't like doing, I like to keep this at the forefront of my mind. Just because I'm good at it, just because I can do it, doesn't mean I need to be the one doing it. And it took me a while to get that thought, like really get it to the forefront and see through that lens because it will. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Hold you back. So if it's not something that you're passionate about, even though you've done it for years and you know what your dollar per hour rate is, I would guarantee you it's less than what your dollar per hour rate is. So go find someone where that's their genius zone and that's what they love to do. I was going to say Christine has something to add as well, too. I just caught it in the DMs. Christine, are you there? Sorry, I was just getting back there. I was in the back channel. Um, I do have a resource. She's uh, Her name is Linda, Linda Davidson. She's got a business called LD Business Focus. She is an absolute dynamo with QuickBooks and can help anybody. I can DM, I, I don't know if your, um, your DMs are open or not, Monica, but if not, you can reach out to me and I can get you her, her, her deets, okay? My DMs are indeed open. Sweet, I'll send you something. I love that. And that's what the breakfast table is all about, right? Is getting people to help and collaborate. One more resource I'll give you, Monica, and this is for everybody. It's just a phenomenal YouTube channel that talks about business structure and delegation. Um, it's the future, and it's a channel that's basically a designer. So he's in the production and design space. But a lot of his concepts apply to what you're speaking about. He has a phenomenal episode, um, a long-form session he does about you know, finding a team of people. And he uses an example of a photographer whose hourly rate works out to about 54 bucks an hour, but every aspect of what he does can be compartmentalized, right? The shooter can be 20 bucks an hour. The editor can be 10 bucks an hour. The producer can be 10 bucks an hour. And really he is giving up money by trying to do everything himself. And if he spends 37 hours of a 40 hour work week doing the work that is beneath his hourly rate, he's actually losing money because he's only got three hours a week to go out and sell. Does that make sense, Monica? I'm hoping it does. Okay, yes. thank you. Yes, it does. Awesome. So we're going to toss this mic one more time. I'm going to do a brief room reset. we got about 11 minutes left, and this is a collaborative session. What we do is we huddle. We talk about what we're grateful for today, what we are working on, and any challenges we may have and what i'm going to do is i'm going to throw this hot mic at dora marie see if she's there dora i would love to know what you're grateful for today i'd love to know what you're working on and if you have any challenges today good morning everyone and um well i want to definitely start with uh something that i'm grateful for is definitely my family and uh, for this space in this room um i think this year has been pivotal um, because I have been surrounding myself with people that are people of action and people doing the things that I definitely want to be surrounded by. Um, as far as challenges, uh, one of the things I have uh, left to do with my journals is get it published. Um, so I'm doing some research into ISDN numbers, and I definitely would appreciate some 
knowledge in that space. So for anyone who's published, um, there's just different routes that you can go with ISBN numbers. So anyone in that space. So that's like one of the challenges that I'm looking at right now um, to get my journals published. Um, and other than that, um, I everything else is on course. Where is our girl Patricia? Patricia. I was going to say Patricia in the room. She was <laughs> earlier. I don't see her right now, but I would say um, reach out to Patricia Wooser. If you can't find her, let me know, and then I'll link you up with her. They do rooms about this all the time, about publishing. Um, anybody else published in the room that would like to touch on that topic? Hey, it's Kim Wells Phillips here. Um, and I have a bunch – I have books with traditional publishers, and I have self-published. Um here, it actually goes very much on the path that we've been answering a few different times. Get someone to figure this out for you. You do not need, just because you're going to publish a journal does not mean you should become an expert publisher. I'm not sure why we do this thing. If we're like, oh, I need an office. We don't think I need to go pour the foundation with the concrete and build it. We would go hire someone. There's a lot of nuances and it's too much to go into for a quick answer on the stage because it's whether or not you want to be on KDP and KDP Unlimited. And there's a lot of where you want to be in libraries, you want to be in bookstores. There's a lot of nuances to that. And so I would definitely talk to Patricia or another consultant that expert is in that. And there are a ton of courses out there that will walk you through. But I would decide whether or not it even makes sense to do your own IBSN number. I do not do my own. I use an editor for my self-published book who's had one because it helps distribute with more publishing. And I, even that is a complicated answer. So I would not try to figure this out yourself. I would get somebody who can do it for you. Kim Walsh Phillips, done speaking. I love that. And yeah, I always think, you know, you want to do about 50 hours of research into different major topics that you're going into, right? And that doesn't mean that you have to sit down with a book for 50 hours and do it. A lot of times I'll use platforms like YouTube and find experts in that space. Now, I do want to say that with a giant asterisk that anybody can publish a video on YouTube and anybody can say that they do something. So you want to make sure you're vetting the information that you're getting, but look for through lines and look for experts in that space. Leverage them all day long. Absolutely love that. Did that answer your question, Dora Marie? It sure did. I was already reaching out to Patricia. I was like focusing on doing my research before I speak to her. And now you just gave me the answer. Thank you, Kim. Uh, sometimes we dive into doing research when we should just go speak to someone who knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I definitely think that's the case. Why reinvent the wheel? And again, if it's not something that's in your genius zone, like Amanda was talking about earlier, I think it makes sense to find somebody that is passionate and, and borderline crazy about that topic because they'll get a lot more done in a lot less time. So, Amanda, who are we going to next? Let's go to Dolores. Are you with us, Dolores? Absolutely with you. I am grateful this day because God loves me unconditionally. He meets my every need. He is pleased when I succeed, and he creates avenues for amazing breakthroughs like the Breakfast of Champions. My intention is for the very first time to offer a webinar that I charge for before next year. I've taken so many different things. I created a Facebook group called Bounce Back Better Not Bitter with Dolores Jones, your comeback coach. I took the information from Jessen, Jessen James. I'm going about it with the membership. And then Elijah Bowie gave me that extra push I needed when he talked about the best thing that I can do is help remove another person's limiting beliefs. 
and that's what you all have done for me. And so I want to provide that gift to others who follow me. But I went on, I guess you call stripes and I tried to open an account, but then linking it from a page, you know, one page where people can actually sign up for it. And then I can, per, per, you know, present it. That's where I need help. Yeah, absolutely. So I just went through this, Dolores. And so I use a platform called Samcart, and that is a platform that will link, Stripe will link to. And so, and actually you, so on Samcart, you can set up your courses, you can have re people register and pay for it right there. And then you get that automatically, you link it to your Stripe account and your, the funds will automatically go to your Stripe account, if that makes sense. Yes, but how do I get them to sign on, right? You know, like, do I just create a one pager yeah. and say, click yeah, this? Yeah, so you can do that through yeah, Samcart. So Samcart, and they've actually got templates that'll even help you. So if you're like, I don't even know what I would want my one page to look like, they've got templates that you can go in and edit. Um, and it may, it's very user friendly. So I did one for a business planning course. Actually, I did three of them for business planning courses that I did. It makes it very simple. It's a one page, give them the details, and then they can go ahead and put their information in right there. And then once that transaction happens, your money goes straight to your Stripe account. So it's again, it's Samcart, S-A-M-C-A-R-T. That's the one I use and the one that uh, has been really beneficial for me. Thank you so much. One more thing I'll add to that, um, and this is more for retention, is make it very easy for people to get to where they have to go. So whether it's setting up repeating calendar reminders, the day before event notifications, and then the after event follow-up, I think it's absolutely critical in this day and age to understand that people are busy and they don't have time to put things in their calendar. I'm getting the red bar of death, so if for some reason I cut out, please, please, please let me know. Um, I'm going to kick it over to Michael. If Michael, you're there, I'd be curious to know, brother, what you're grateful for today, what you're working on, if you have any challenges. So flash your mic if you're kicking around. My man. What's up, Justin? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Let's get after it, brother. I'm curious. What are you, yeah, what are you grateful man. for? What are you, you working know, on? Any challenges? Dude, the the, cha the challenge. <laughs> challenge is just simply being a dad. That's the very thing I'm grateful for, man. I think, you know, these times like kids have been out of school and I get to spend more time with them. And right now uh, I just find myself super grateful for that. But of course, having four teenagers now, uh, the challenge is always just showing up and teaching them how to live with integrity, how to show up and, and build a healthy work ethic and uh, just hope that I'm able to turn out productive, amazing adults into this world one day, but uh, could not be more grateful for my kids, man. And today's one of those days where I just woke up with a heavy, amazing, good sense of gratitude for the family that I have, brother. Appreciate you. And yeah, I think it's funny you say that the timing is perfect because it's the holidays and I'm in the same boat. Like I'm off technically until the 10th working like a madman um, here on the business side of things. But, you know, my daughter, ultra high energy. And, you know, I think as parents, sometimes we don't think that they're kids, right? We think that they're us and they understand the complexities of the world that we live in. And, you know, they understand why we're working, but they, they really don't. A lot of times, I mean, they're just kids being kids and they're, they're discovering and they're figuring stuff out. Um, I said to my daughter yesterday, you know, we were taking a break in between some work sessions and we were going to start playing. But before we played, I, I said to her, I'm like, hey, let's let's clean up a little bit. Right. Since so surprise mommy and just get this little room organized for her. So when she comes down um, and we started cleaning two seconds later, I turned around and she's playing with her Barbies. So I said to her, I go, hey, what's going on? How come you got distracted? She goes, 
she goes, I have other things I have to be doing right now. And it's funny because I laughed, right? And I'm like, yeah, you're a kid, right? Like, even if she picked up one thing and turned around and started playing with her Barbies, I need to have a little bit of understanding and grace. Um, you know, I, I do think we need to guard, guide, and govern our children. And I've also had conversations with my daughter that there are times where I'm, I'm probably not going to be her friend, right? There's times I'm going to be her dad. And then there, there are times I'm going to be her friend and I'm going to be silly and I'm going to make her laugh. But it's a challenge. Any other fathers in the room that have a thousand kids that want to pipe in on how to guard, guide, and govern your children during times like these? If Glenn's around, he's definitely a guy that could pipe in on this. Glenn is not around right now. Any other fathers that want to chime in on this? It could be any mods, anybody on stage. I'd love to get any feedback. Um, yeah. I've got four boys and a girl in the house, but we have two sets of twins. Um, one of the things that makes my life a bit easier is because the older ones tend to bond with the, with the younger ones. So that tends to free me up in, in a way to do what I need to do. But in addition to that as well, once the kids have their gadgets and they have their task, they tend to go to their gadgets and do most of the tasks on the gadgets. So again, that frees up my time to do what I need to do. So I think in a way for me, the kids know their cause in the house and they have their different tasks and they have their different gadgets and they have their different assignments. With the gadgets, it makes it easier to do the assignments. With their brothers around from uni, it makes it easier again for them to bond with their brothers. I think once in a while they'll come to me if they need anything. But apart from that, they're quite independent once they have their gadgets. The only thing I need to do as a father is to monitor what they're doing on those gadgets once in a while. And I think that's what I tend to do. And I think that's where I tend to get my own spare time from personally. Thank you. Thank you for that talk, Michael. Was that helpful? Oh, I hope it was. Well, with that, my friends, we have so enjoyed this segment and we... Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.